congregation, the text for this short sermon is from Luke 22, the verses 14 through 16. Luke 22, 14 through 16. And when the hour was come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat it off until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. So far, a loving Savior instituting the Lord's Supper. A loving Savior instituting the Lord's Supper. Three very short thoughts. In the first place, he felt love. Secondly, he spoke in love. And in the third place, an example of eternal love. A loving Savior instituting the Lord's Supper. He felt love in his heart. The Lord Jesus did. For those disciples of his church, with an amazing great love for, of Christ for them. Secondly, he spoke in love. That's different, right? He did not only love, he also spoke about it. He said, he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you. And in the third place, an example of eternal love. That supper table is an example of something in the future. A table of love in the future, in the kingdom of God. As we read in verse 16, For I say unto you, I will not any more eat it off until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Congregation, the text begins with, when the hour has come. So do you realize that every hour is God's hour? And the Lord has his own way of timing things, of doing things at his, his way, his time, not too early, not too late, exactly his time. And now it is Passover feast in Israel. So they had that lamb on the table, roasted lamb, and bitter herbs, and unleavened bread, and they were eating the wine at the table as well. They, they, they had it every year. And now it is that Passover time that the Lord Jesus has chosen to institute the Lord's Supper. Because he wanted to explain that Passover feast, this was the last one. This is the last legal Passover feast. And now that is transitioned into the Lord's Supper. So there is a link between those two, right? There is a link between circumcision and baptism. First circumcision, and then on top of that, or instead of that, baptism. And so the Passover meal, and now the Lord's Supper instead of that. 
because we know that the temple veil will be rent from the top to the bottom. So this is the last legal Passover when the hour was come. <clears throat> the Lord is doing everything his way and at his time. And when the hour was come, he, he sat down. <clears throat> he reclined, he also can translate, to the table. Can you imagine? He knows what is coming. He knows he'll be killed shortly. He will be crucified even. There will be severe pain. He will suffer. He will ex- experience the anger of God, his Father, for his people. He, is, he, he knows he is absorbed all, all the wrath to let his people go free. He knows that. And he just sits so calmly at the table, so loving, so at rest. He is calm, he is composed. He, he knows what's going to happen. It's, it's all in his hands. He's in charge. He's, he is not afraid in the sense that they will take his life. He will lay down his life. He will lay down his life himself. So that's why he's sitting down. And when the hour was come, he sat down. And the twelve apostles with him. So around the table, twelve. Not eleven. Twelve. Judas is also there. And Judas also received a piece of bread. Right? So in a sense, Judas also partook of the Lord's Supper. So we, we, can't, we can't keep the Lord's Supper completely clean. It is impossible to separate the God's people and the deceivers. I, we can't. It's hopeless. Even the Lord Jesus had a person at the table that did not belong there. So therefore you can't say, well, if that person goes, then I'm not going. If that person is supposed to be a child of God, then I don't even be part of that. You can't reason it like that. Because Judas was also sitting there. And in spite of Judas sitting there, it was yet the Lord's institution. And although there can be a person or more, it don't belong to the table. The Lord can yet give a blessing at the table. Right? Love. Christ felt love. Of course, the feelings of the Lord Jesus are different than our feelings. You have to be careful with comparing them. He was without sin. Our feelings are always also sinful feelings, always mixed feelings. And yet the Lord Jesus had feelings, and he also expressed those feelings, like we also read in the Bible about God. Do I count emotions? I, I, I hesitate. But there is also a heart in God. If he is not just...
calm and cold and calculated. He got his, his heart, so to speak. So he sometimes grieved to the heart, right? The Bible, the Bible says. Is that a feeling? That the Lord is grieved to the heart? In a sense, I would say so, right? And so the Lord also delights in mercy. The Lord doesn't only give mercy to, to, to sinners. He delights in doing that. He's a compassionate God. He's a loving God. And so the Lord Jesus also has love in his heart. Real love. Sacrificial love. Especially for his church. And that's why the Lord Jesus sometimes wept. Because he had feelings. And so at this table, what a love, a love from eternity, a love from the triune God. God was loving himself in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so this love spills over us, as some of our forefathers say, and it's a love nobody can quench. It is a love from eternity to eternity. It is a love so great there is no greater love possible to lay down your life for the sheep. He is also so willing to do that. So a loving God. And he is going to institute the Lord's Supper at his Passover. It says, before I suffer, right? Before I suffer, he knew it was coming. And yet he accepted it. He was willing to go forward. He didn't want to back up. He didn't want to turn back to, to Galilee. He didn't, didn't want to escape. He just said, yes, I will do it. And he prepared his disciples for it. And he was prepared himself for it. What a love. That love is also expressed at the table this morning. Especially his love. Not our love. Of course, there needs to be love in the hearts of people. It's the mark of grace. But the Apostle John offered first himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. And that means that he did not want to speak so highly of his love for Jesus, but the love of Jesus for him. The apostle whom Jesus loved. Second thought. He spoke in love. And he said, he said it unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. He said it. Now they say that people with a Dutch background I'm sure that might be true. Especially in 50, 40 years ago, had a hard time expressing the feeling and to say, I love you. So many parents loving the children, absolutely deep, genuine love of the children, hardly told them, I love you. It was not, not, not the custom. So nowadays we encourage parents to say it. And also in marriages, say it. 
don't only show it, also say it. And so the Lord Jesus is uh, expressing it. He did not let the disciples guess. He did not let the disciples make the conclusion themselves. But he was open about it. He said, with desire, I desired to eat this Passover with you. Very personal. Expressing his love. He told them. And what a love this. That is a love as so great that he lays down his life for them, right? The Lord Jesus also instituted the Lord's Supper to be remembered. This do in remembrance of me. But it was also to express his feelings for them. Also this morning, when a true believer comes to the table and receives the piece of bread and a sip of wine, the Lord Jesus is speaking. And he is saying, see, I desire to, with desire, to sit with you at this table. Yes, I love you with an eternal love. The Lord is explicit about that. He wants to say that. He wants his people to hear it. He wants it to sink in. He underlines it. I love you. Really, I do. He, he emphasizes it. Why? Why is that needed? Well, they often forget. When they look upon the circumstances they live in, they say, is that God's love? When they look at their own heart and they see their sins again, their shortcomings, they say, really? Does he love me? How can that be? There's so often that straying from the heart and being worldly and lukewarm and cold and you name it. So they say, me? And Lord Jesus wants to speak this morning and say, yes, I do. Like at the wedding, we have young friends holding their, their right hands. And then to answer those questions with an I do. And so the Lord Jesus this morning hour speaks to his bridal church. I do. And he repeats that. In spite of all their doubts and their questions and their confusion and the riddles in his life, he says, yes, I do. God's children love the Lord and love the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, are hungry and thirsty sometimes and desire, desire fellowship, desire to be near to him, want to hear his voice, right? Desire to follow the shepherd. And yet, sometimes it's so minimal in their hearts. And they say, where is my desire? Where is my love? 
Where is my closeness and fellowship? And sometimes they have to go back weeks. They say, this, it's a long time ago that I felt that sweet communion. And exactly that is the reason why the Lord Jesus has instituted the Lord's Supper, to yet remind them of that. That he, that he say, you know, although you don't have so much of that in your own heart, I have. Although you are not so faithful, I am faithful. I am the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, and I will love you to the end. I would, dear child of God, not argue with him. Arguing in the sense, me, lovest thou me? Can't believe it. Don't argue with him. Don't have that unbelief in your heart. You know, at the table a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, we were reading 2 Thessalonians 1. And I don't remember reading that verse at all. It speaks about the Apostle Paul praising the congregation, the believers in Thessaloniki, or the fact that their faith groweth exceedingly. I read that and I thought, where is that today? We often ask for a crumb, right? And I understand why, because we don't deserve more than a crumb. But the Lord Jesus wants to give more. He wants to overwhelm his people. He wants them to really rejoice in him so that the faith is exceedingly growing. So may the Lord work it in the heart of this table. The sun may exceedingly grow in that knowledge and in that faith and abound in love itself. I felt, I felt ashamed. I thought by myself, where is that? That exceedingly growing grace and abounding in love so I, I felt I had to preach that, to insert it here, because in case you might think that it is wrong to be exceedingly growing grace, it's not wrong. Of course, it shouldn't be fake. But think about it. The Lord Jesus had a great desire to sit at the table where desire I desired. That is uh, an old way, a biblical way of saying things. It means also exceedingly, right? Lord Jesus exceedingly desired to sit at the table with them. So let that be the motivation for God's people this morning. Not that we love him so much. That we long so much that he longs for us. And then the third thought, future love. 
Verse 16, For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. This sitting at the table is the last time on earth with the disciples, but it's not the last time. It is a picture of the future. In the future, the church of God will sit at the table, so to speak, with Christ, and there will be that fellowship and communion of the church with Christ. Now, when is that? When they die? I wouldn't say so, because it says in the text, until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Now, the kingdom of God is in heaven as well, but I suppose it's talking about the coming kingdom. And I don't think it is the millennium, as some say. Some say at the millennium, in the thousand years reign, there will be a table set for God's people and the Lord Jesus will be there. I just can't believe that. There's so many things against that. But there is a future kingdom, right? After the resurrection, new heavens and new earth. And I don't think there is a literal table there. But there will be that communion of the saints and Christ loving his church, being with his church, and there will be no sin anymore. And God will be all in all. So that's the prophecy. But I say unto you, it will not anymore either of until it be fulfilled. It be fulfilled. It is the prophecy exemplified in the Lord's Supper. So when you see the Lord's Supper being administered, think about the fulfillment thereof. It's a picture of the kingdom of Christ being with the church and being loved and loving them. Revelation 19, verse 9, And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. Called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. There'll be something. All God's children will be there. All of them. None of them will be missing. Little ones. Older ones. From all ages. From all races. From all types of people. And they will be satisfied. And they will rejoice in God. In the land. And there will be adoration. It's also a word from 2 Thessalonians, I believe. Adore him. Adore him. Just praising him. And coming back to that word um, of exceedingly growing, it says in the Greek, hyper augmentation. Like to augment is to multiply, right? It says hyper. Hyper-augmentation, growing exceedingly. I just can't stop thinking about that the last couple of days. 
so both will they be in heaven. If he on earth, or it can be a hyper-augmentation, uh, exceeding great strong faith. Don't we live in dark times? I believe so. And when I think of the text of hyper-augmentation, I think, there is it. But let us keep it in mind. And if, if it is here on earth in, 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 in the beginning, it will also be even more greater, stronger, deeper, wider, higher in heaven. Where God be all in all. To adore the Lamb, to see God, and to be in the Spirit. May we long for Him, express our love for Him, may we decide that kingdom to come. And the Lord is saying this morning, I desire, we desire to sup with you, my people. You had a week of preparation. May the Lord be mindful of you. Amen.